Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Stores, and with me as always is... I am Chris. And... I'm Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Be sure to rate and review this on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. It helps a lot, and we're going to keep saying that because we've been getting tons of ratings and reviews, and it has been helping. Yeah, so, I mean... Let's keep it up. Yeah, totally. Let's keep it up. So uh, kicking the show off, we got some reviews here. Uh, this is from iTunes. Our first review is coming from Betty Fallon. Five-star review. Brilliantly bizarre. Oh, I love that. There we go. Bizarre. Nice alliteration. Listening to this podcast is like hanging out with friends. So much so that I often find myself talking back. Just yesterday while listening, while listening, my husband called me from the other room and said, did you just ask me if stumps could be giant crabs? <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! Actually, that's a really good fucking. They very theory. well could be giant crab. I never even thought about like land crab, giant land king crab. They'd have yeah. to be pretty. I mean, they don't big. exist, but like some extraterrestrial super crab would look like a stump. We've also gotten Bam. We've also gotten things for giant spiders. So. Fair enough. So Betty goes on to say, truly well done and highly entertaining. I recommend this for anyone who enjoys obscure cryptids discussed with just enough skepticism and humor. Nice. Uh, and she also has a PS here for us. Uh, PS, I suffer from life-altering anxiety, a phobia, and depression. And the Kryptonaut podcast helps lighten my mental load every day. I'm sorry, every time I listen. Thanks for being an island in an otherwise stormy sea, guys. You have no idea how much you help. Oh, so you are welcome. Gosh that's, darn it. That's actually, that was... That one, that one gets to the heartstrings. It does. Yeah. And was, being no stranger to anxiety issues myself, I can say uh, that we got nothing but love and support for you, and we're so glad. We're so glad that this gives you a little bit of joy. And, yeah, uh, yeah. No, actually, and you know I, what? You just totally made my day. As you said, going back to Betty's comments, people that do, as ourselves, that do suffer from anxiety issues and such, it is nice to know that we are helping people out. 100%. So, thank you very much, Betty. That is an awesome review and uh, definitely means a lot to us. Thanks again. Um, so moving on here, we've got uh, Cool Stories and Cool Dudes, five-star review from D Deciphered. Uh, awesome to hear some more obscure encounters with the unknown while being presented with the arguments both for and against the reality of the situation. These stories will intrigue you and the banter will entertain you and, and staring into a mirror will make you question your very existence. Facts. That's Facts and science. That's Keep the up deal. the good work. Uh, okay, the last one here is... Uh, Cherry Cherry Licks. Um, love it. And the mystery of Rob. Five-star review. Oh, the mystery what? of me? The mystery of Rob. I don't know what that means. National, well, our national treasure, Get Ready, is going to be getting some more accolades oh, here. Oh, So here we go. I love this show. Super funny and enjoyable. They talk about cryptids you've never heard of elsewhere. So my mystery is that Rob is really John Goodman. Okay, I'm kidding, of course, but I swear he sounds just like John Goodman. That is anyway, funny. Anyway, keep it up. I'm flattered. Keep me going. John Goodman, one of my favorite actors of all time. I was Big just Lebowski, talking Skull Island recently. I mean, he. Well, the, I could see. He's I guess made phenomenal films. Cadence there, I guess maybe. I don't. I it. don't necessarily hear that. That's myself, what I mean. But, but that having been said, I still take it as a damn fine compliment, and thank you very much. Yeah, I was just talking to someone about your your radio voice. I'm like, yeah, Rob has like the best fucking radio voice oh, ever. I wish. You, you really you do. No, you do. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. National <laughs> treasure. <laughs> Suck oh, it, Mr. Goodman. You. Good yeah. Lord. Yes, that Mr. Goodman to you. Thank you. All right, Rob, you got some Facebook uh, reviews sure to read for us? The Dills before? do. Thank you much. Mm -hmm. This one comes to us, this review that is, from Mike Jake Elwood Blues Cooney. I'm also a Blues Brothers Jeez. fan. Yeah, yeah. well done. Totally. This is the best fucking podcast out there. Oh, shit. Jeez. Wow. And I do mean out there. 
Growing up in Illinois during the 70s, my interest in anything crypto was sparked by Momo sightings. Classic Ooh, cryptid. There you go. I saw two of the smelly, hairy beasts swear on Dr. Roy's pith helmet when I was 12. All right. Fucking well, Ooh. when you're swearing on that, it's on. You guys are reminiscent of the cheap beer-induced late summer night fire pit talks my friends and I had. Keep up the good work. Love in Loch Ness. All right. Right back there at you. Oh, fire pits and cheap beer. That basically is us to a T. We're really? doing that right now just without a fire pit. Bigfoot and beer stands. <laughs> there you go. This review um, is from Ivalice Edith. I hope I pronounced that right. Very pretty name to read. My mouth sometimes doesn't do me justice. It's okay. I have never laughed so hard with a podcast before. Fucking walrus with no arms. Episode nine. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know that reference. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Sweet callback. I love your chemistry and sense of humor. Well done, guys. Lots of love from Puerto Rico. Awesome. Lots of love back yeah. at you yeah, from the you Continental. Much. Thank you very much. Actually, I saw she was um, on our Facebook page discussing some other things with the Alverde incident. Absolutely. She, cool. she was throwing in some uh, alternate... Uh, Things she had read on both Spanish language and English language sites suggesting that it was the the creature was emulating the husband who had gone yeah, and, and, yeah. and giving terms of endearment to be let back into the car and also <clears throat> just translating uh, the nuances of what mm -hmm. was said that you don't get when you use Google Translate or yeah. Babblefish if you want to be ancient like me. Yep. So, uh, so it was really cool. And she's also doing us the great service of looking up some additional El Yunque incidents because coming up, I don't know exactly when, there are a lot of additional monsters. It's like, as she, as she called it, it's the Area 51 of Puerto Rico. Yeah. So we're yep. going we're gonna to delve deeper than just the El Verde incident and entity and, and get into some of these mysteries. So thank you, Ivalice, and thank you for this review. Awesome. Thank you very the much. The last one I have here is from Jessica Warren Graham. That's a very austere name. That's very that's, nice. I that's like some that. Professional. Victorian. Yeah. Emily Dickinson type shit. That's I like a nice it. name. I heard of you guys through Monsters Among Us. Oh, Derek and Addie, what up? What's Indeed. happening? And I'm so glad I checked out the show. Kryptonaut Podcast is a great addition to my weekly rotation of paranormal, creepy, and weird shows. Thank you. The layout and research is spotless. The quality is great, and the guys' interactions together keep the show from being just another boring, quote-unquote, reading information to you show. Keep up the great work. You guys are awesome. You're fucking awesome. Enjoy that. Yeah, you exactly. Are, wow. Jessica, yeah. you're you the awesome me off guard. One. Yeah, I got a little scared for them. I'm like, who? So stop yelling at me. Yeah, oh, oh, sorry. I'm not, Why I'm, is Dan I'm passionate sorry, no. about the magnitude of awesome that she is. I, I am, too, as am I. Good. Right, Chris? I guess we're fucking agreed. <laughs> all right, fine. Fine. We're all Pod's fine. over. Oh. Yeah. Listen, to call back to an episode, we're all going to the prom. Calm down. All right, everybody? Yeah. No, all right. Pump I mean, your brakes. There's no refund on the tuck, so pump I better. Pump your brakes. We're going to the prom. Man, fucking better. All right, this week, this is kind of fun. This is, uh, we're going back to an area that we are somewhat familiar with. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Tributaries. The waters, wilds, located and mayhem. Possibly in... Ohio and someplace else. Kentucky. We're talking about the <laughs> indescribable Octoman. It's hard to it's hard to describe him. It is. Let's be honest. It is. You don't call something that if it's an easy, convenient picture. No, that would be a weird yeah. way to call something. That would be, that would be the a weird that, very but describable they Octoman. They kind yeah. of describe it in the title though. Because he's indescribable. Yeah. He's an Octoman. Yeah. Well how do you know he's an Octoman if it's not describable? Well, uh, he, oh, wait. He, 
Oh. It has elements oh. of description. <laughs> All right, now Chris is just being mean. All right, fine. Here we go. All right, we're going to kick it off with the Ohio River and its many tributaries are a hotbed of odd and often dangerous cryptid activity. But one of the weirdest creatures ever to have emerged from their gloomy depths has to be the hulking gray-skinned quasi-cephalopod, which at least five terrified eyewitnesses claim to have encountered during the bitter winter of 1959. Jeez, winter. Hello, children, let me tell you a tale. <laughs> Of 1959, and the Octoman whence cometh from the river. Continue. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nowhere to go. Once Wait, you do that. Let me light the fireplace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's don the robes. Yeah, adjust your All glasses. Right. The world at large would first learn about this moist monstrosity. That's for you, Mark. On oh, January Jesus. 29th, 1959. Come on, moist monstrosity. That's we, fucking We've hot. used that before, and every time I, I, I hear it, it, it just makes me squeamish. Oh, it's like something that if you it's touched, gross. you would probably have to cut your finger off. Or you need to wash your hands immediately with well, antibacterial like soap. lava and yeah. three SOS pads. It's gross. Let me start from right. the top. The world at large would first learn about this moist monstrosity on January 29th, 1959, in an article published in the Cincinnati Post and Time Star tantalizingly titled, What Is It, Monster? Churns Up the Ohio meaning the Ohio River. Yeah. Okay. Beneath it, the equally intriguing subheading read, anyone missing an indescribable monster that swims? Oh, that's just a height of humor. Is anyone missing one? Did you own one and you lost it? Yeah, I know. Could you come imagine? Come get it. It's at the SPCA. I know. Alistair Crowley, would you please come and claim <laughs> yeah. your abomination? Uh, yeah. He, he please. Was, I think he was dead by How then. How could you even find it if you can't describe it? What'd you lose? Uh, <laughs> an indescribable monster? Yeah. That's uh, how you describe it. Okay. The fact that it's so Lovecraftian that to see it, Will make you unable oh, to describe it, oh, nice. and then drive you classic mad. non Euclidean monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but isn't it? If you see Cthulhu, though, you just die from you go like like insane. There or are various unknowable creatures okay. in the lore you have, of Lovecraft. You have to roll against your sanity, definitely. That's true. You do. True. Too. All right, I Robert. Can't, I can't bear to look at something that's going to drive me nuts. Bring us more information on this indescribable monster, which is apparently describable. But mm -hmm. <laughs> regardless, yeah. Yeah. it isn't. It, it clearly is. Okay. Thus begins the fascinating and all too short saga of the insidious yet. Still little known, really, in popular Ooh. culture, indescribable Octoman. Often and inexplicably lumped in with Bigfoot accounts from the same region and era, this ostensibly amphibious beast was first reported to Ohio's Claremont County and New Richmond Police by an unnamed man who claimed that something came out of the river approximately four miles from New Richmond. According to the spooked eyewitness, the exotic entity he saw was utterly, anyone care to say it? Indescribable. Indescribable, hence the name. That's where it comes from. Needless to say, <laughs> okay. do respect the fucking Octoman. <laughs> Listen, all right. I just don't know how they got... Yeah, because it's... Okay, all right. <laughs> he said it. The newspaper put it out there. I titled it. There's okay. a direct chain of events. <laughs> respect <laughs> the chain of events. I don't know. The title I, is just a paradox. I, it, it could it, cause it a black is. hole if I, you think about I, it. But, but it, I appreciate your naming conventions. I do. I Thank you. I do. The I, protocols I, are in place. Yes, they are. So we will let you continue, and then we will decide if this is actually indescribable. <laughs> it is no. We'll, once, we, once we know what it looks like, we'll be able to describe so it. it. That's not the point. It not be indescribable. <laughs> not according to this anonymous okay. eyewitness All and right. the fucking headlines from the Again, long newspaper I names. have to stress, I appreciate and enjoy your uh, naming conventions. Yeah, no, I, do. I, know. I do. In all fairness, though, though, does it not capture that like nice mid-60s Stan Lee Marvel no, it naming does. technique? It really yes. Incredible yeah. Hulk, Amazing Spider-Man. Incredulous. Spectacular yeah. Inconceivable. Spider what was th the, the Uncanny X-Men? The, the Uncanny X-Men. They are uncanny. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Hard, to, hard to put them in a can. Yeah. 
Very difficult. <laughs> the uncanned X-Men. <laughs> the fresh preserved X-Men. <laughs> oh, where's the mason jar X-Men? I know, really. Oh, yeah. Okay. Needless to say, the police took this anonymous report with a grain of salt, but they changed their tune when a second concerned unnamed caller, this time a truck driver en route to Indianapolis, phoned from a gas station located on Kellogg Ave near a bridge on the Little Miami River. Now, for those that are paying attention, the Little Miami River is also one of the places where the Loveland Frogmen have been seen. So there might be other tenuous associations. We'll get to that as we go on, but... This place is the the land of the frogmen, the green clawed beast, and now, of course, the octoman. So it's really fascinating. The trucker claimed that as he drove from Mount Washington towards Cincinnati, he had spied an unusual life form unlike anything he had ever seen before. And like the first witness, seemed utterly incapable of putting its otherworldly appearance into words. This is the quote from the trucker. It came up out of the water. I can't describe it. <laughs> She's fucking right. It's so true. It's so fucking true. Oh, my God. I can't describe it, and I have never seen anything like it before. All I want to do is get out of here and get on to Indianapolis, which, of course, is the first thing I say whenever I see anything remotely disturbing. Yeah. I Fuck this. Get me to Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. I'm out. I don't really know where Indianapolis is, but I want to be there. Your girlfriend says, we got to talk. I'm like, Indianapolis. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm to, going to Indianapolis. Going to Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis. You fucking text me, because I know this is going to be bad. In the first two stories published by the Cincinnati Post and Time Star regarding this inscrutable creature, a dispatcher from Station X. Let's enjoy that oh, for a second. Oh, come on. Only to have it be the code for one sergeant and one radio operator housed at Central Station in City Hall, Cincinnati. Uh, okay, that's... Which is somehow less cool than the fucking spaceship hovering fucking yeah, I know, geostationary I know. orbit above Ohio that we all want it to be. This this uh, dispatcher confirmed that the voices of both witnesses were distinct from one another and sounded genuinely frightened, <clears throat> indicating that they were different people yeah, and that right, they right. maybe had seen something right. legitimate. But still, op- Operator X was a little you know, skeptical, and he went on to derisively state, We didn't do anything after the first call, but after the second one, we asked Hamilton County Police if they had heard anything about it. We both sent out cars after 4 a.m. and chased ghosts for a couple of hours, but we didn't find anything. Of course, just because... Solid police work. No, no, it's solid police work. Send send a couple cars out, make jokes, call a clear, hard-to-define Octoman a ghost, which is just an affront. Of course, just because local police were pursuing the critter doesn't mean that they took it seriously. In fact, another... Yet again, unnamed officer sarcastically speculated that the thing might be of extraterrestrial origin when he was quoted as saying, it was really a riot down there. We kept waiting for someone to say, take me to your leader. But what are they seeing? An indescribable, possibly extraterrestrial, ghost-like. They're just down there at 4 a.m. and there's nothing there. The cops haven't seen anything. It's all eyewitness reports coming in. Of what? It's two I, I think, I, you know, and a bunch of board cops. Maybe he means. No, I don't think he literally means riot, as in a mass surge no. of people doing no, things. I, I think no, he means a riot, that. as in a laugh riot. Yeah. Oh, oh he's like saying it's fucking. Oh, it was a now riot. Like, oh, there's people freaking out down there, no, going no. nuts. I think he's just being a dick, saying, "Oh, just, it's hilarious." Oh. You know. But it's only, I mean, it's only two guys. God, what, why? Why it, does the word "riot" have to mean two things? Is it really that? God funny, damn it, though? English! If it's just two guys. They're like, oh, nothing cheers. Really, that you don't know this cop's sense of humor. Maybe it's the funniest shit that ever happened. He could be a funny dude. It's true. Regardless of how amused some officers were by the influx of monster reports, most of the dispatchers who responded to the witnesses' calls, including one Frank B. Heiser, agreed that those making the reports sounded shaken and sober. 
As if the situation were not already strange enough, right after the creature reports started filtering in, all of the street lamps along Kellogg Ave, from Lunkin Airport to Coney Island, not New York, Ohio, mm. were extinguished simultaneously. The newspaper report stated, police say that the lights are on two different circuits and that so far they have been unable to find out why the lights went out. While many of the officers were disdainful of the entire affair, some of their more diligent cohorts were in the field legitimately concerned that what folks were reporting was not a monster, but a victim of an automobile accident. According to the Thursday newspaper account, Cincinnati police for a time thought maybe someone had an auto accident, hit a pole, and rolled over in the mud. That would explain why the lights went out along Kellogg Ave and what was seen coming up out of the water, but they were unable to find any broken poles. So they think it's like a, okay. So that's, I mean, on one hand, kudos for their diligence, like this, mm. somebody might be hurt. On the other hand, right, somebody right. gets into an accident, <clears throat> flung out of the windshield, rolls in mud and bramble, yeah. gets up, got crazy shit hanging off of him, walks to the side of the road, Octoman reports come in spades. Yep. This is a really convoluted theory. I could, I could not if it was you know. an octopus driving the car. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're nobody right. thinks about the octopus driving the car. Do they drive stick or do you think they just have automatic? They got enough arms to drive anything they want. That's true, they do. Shit, four on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> fucking whatever <laughs> yeah. it takes. Nice. All right. The following day, on January thirtieth, nineteen fifty-nine, the Cincinnati Post and Time Star. What a long paper name. Jesus Christ, Cincinnati Post and Time Star. When, yeah. you make, when you put your two newspapers together, when you fucking merge, come up with a new title. Yeah. All right. The Cincy Star. The Cincy Star. Once the again. Cin the Cincy Post Star. Oh, I like that. Once again, fed the creature-hungry public more details about the roving monstrosity. This article was titled, Driver Swears It Happened, River Monster Takes a Stroll on Bridge. Oh. The piece went on to report that high winds had caused the power outage, despite the fact that the police had already revealed that the lights were on two different circuits. They also stated that additional reports of the monster came in early on Friday. Reported sightings of the monster at various points flowed in Friday to police of Cincinnati, New Richmond, Claremont, and Hamilton counties. Hamilton County officers spent two hours chasing ghosts along the Ohio and Little Miami rivers. Streetlights went out in parts of eastern Cincinnati about the same time, adding to the eeriness. So there's that many reports in that little bit of time? There's a handful of reports so far. And lights going out. And you know, it's okay. the fucking late 50s and when some shit like this happens in a small town, it's going to catch the right. buzz. Right. People are going to be fascinated. It is interesting, though, that there's that many accounts. I mean, let's roughly say, what, five accounts? Five, well, seven, right? There's two to begin with, and then this. That's a good question. Cincinnati, Richmond, Claremont, Hamilton, one. Yeah, so I can't count, but apparently well, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, so seven total. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's yeah. definitely right. amplified. So that's kind of interesting that you have that many reports. Yeah. Interesting. Could be... A little bit of hysteria, but... It could be. Could be. It could be a little bit of the hubbub, you know, and people, yeah. they see something like a deer at the side of the road, like, fucking, that's tentacles! You know, <laughs> but antlers look like tentacles in the right light. They do. At the right speed. They always When do. you're completely fucking high. Totally. And, yeah. And in various other circumstances. Totally. Okay. The January 30th article included testimony from a man who wanted to remain anonymous and was identified simply as a scientist. Oh. Well, in, in the 1950s, if you're a scientist, you've got it made in the shade. You got the world and that by is the your balls. Title. They're like, is this is my father, scientist? That's my father. He's a scientist. <laughs> no, just scientist. He just goes Not by he's scientist. He's a now. scientist. Oh, just scientist. 
Oh, what? Yeah. You mean Mr. Have scientist? Have a third kid no. and name it scientist. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Nothing. You're the only one breeding here. Uh, you guys are more than capable of having kids. Uh, why, is it, why am I the one that has to Because then i got to raise them. I, don't, can't, I can't do that. Just in my world. Yeah, but you're already there. <laughs> What's one more? Just for that cool name. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, vasectomies aside, uh, uh, yeah, we're not going to reverse that thing. Damn so it. There no, there's, there's ways to get it out. No, no, not, not doing it. Would you adopt young scientist? <laughs> totally, yeah. I'll All adopt right, a young scientist. Okay. So. This cat, identified simply a scientist, comes out of the woodwork, makes his report. The scientist asserted that on the morning following the uproar, he was driving across the Licking River, a tributary of the Ohio River that flows into Kentucky, when something leaped on the bridge. And that's him. That's a quote from him. I probably would have written lapped, but whatever. The newspaper published his full description, and it goes as follows. It was large. Not a dog or a cat. It leaped in front of my car and on two legs, and it was taller than the auto. When I looked back in my mirror, it was moving along the bridge rail. It was three or four times the size of a man and much bulkier. I have an eye and a mind for dimensions, and I know it was huge. Spoken like a true fucking scientist. But he starts off saying... My keen dimensional eye. I know. Yeah. Designed for science. For the record, it it is on a dog or a cat. It is, in fact, three times the size of a man. And in what world would you ever mistake anything that could remotely be a dog or a cat for Super Hulk that's fucking colossal? I mean, three, three times the size of a man is like, I mean... Three if, or four if I'm If I'm 5'11", let's say, then you're talking this thing is like almost 20 feet tall, basically. Or, or even like. if it's a mere 15 feet tall and fucking... 14 cubits wide or something. Maybe it's just this massive, it's bulky big. shit show. Okay. But yeah. that's still really tall, though. It's, I mean, that's... it's super tall. It's too tall. It's too. But then again, if you're some sort of aquatic creature, or if you were an unfortunate accident victim and you fell into a redwood stump, <laughs> and, and the police are looking for you, it? you that, fell that, into some stilts. Yeah, I don't and, know. Uh... I don't know how else you can describe it because there's nothing rational. This is beyond Bigfoot. Yeah, this is yeah, beyond this is... almost any cryptid I've ever encountered, with the exception of like. Uh, Living dinosaurs like Mokelium and Bembe and, and, and lake monsters, you know, or, or giant sea creatures. Like right. those things get colossal because they're in water most of the time or, or all the time. And, and that's one thing. But land creatures in fucking Ohio like slash Kentucky. That, yeah, being that big. I mean, even if you spend most of your life in a river, and I know we're going to discuss this later. I, I don't know. It's just, it's unfathomable. That's but, a weird but, description. In all fairness, it does come from a scientist. It's true. So Sci- I think we should respect. Scientist said this. Well, yeah. so hey, who know? Maybe he honestly does. I have an eye for nothing, so who knows? Maybe he's has the eye. Yeah, feel like he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that same morning, or perhaps the night before, the accounts are exasperatingly sketchy about correlating specific times and sightings. A young woman claimed to have seen the thing, quote unquote, in a creek near the Fort Thomas pumping station. I'm not very it's more classy. Like, so it's either a water pumping station or a sewage pumping station. That's Regardless, a fair assumption. if you're a kid in that area, you're going there to fucking party your ass yeah, off. Yeah, of course. You're going to go there to Fuck dance it. to Elvis. And, At the pumping and station? And drink Schlitz. That's where you party. It's you got to find a way, dude. Maybe the Beatles at that point. Can't you just, just drink? 
He's big white the pompous dude. Herman's Hermits? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like they, they, they could only pick know. a few things there. They, they probably nice. had multiple vinyls that they had an extension cord that went a few miles to one of their homes. Yeah. Or the, transistor. The radio. sock hop was the beat shit. They were oh, looking yeah. to yeah. No, they were, was, shake some hips. They were on the cusp of Beyond the, the edge of dance. <laughs> Beyond the, the edge, edge of dance. dance. <laughs> That's oh, great. can we rename the pod immediately? <laughs> Beyond the edge of dance. <laughs> All right, so we're at the goddamn Fort Thomas pumping station near the Ohio River in Kentucky. So we're crossing the border there. Okay. The young woman we were talking about, she was the first witness to compare the creature to an octopus. Hence the first describable moment. Okay, we've that's had. what I was waiting for. So it's in, I, so I don't it's know not if I missed it. You can compare. I didn't to an just octopus. make. I didn't like just pull a fucking cephalopod out of my ass and say, "No one can describe it." It's probably an octopus. <laughs> I'm, you know, I got to touch. No, of I know. I was just, I was just waiting for that in the story. If that right. ever, it had to have come from somewhere. True. All right. The indescribable clam. <laughs> Clamulons. Looks, looks like a clam. All right. So what she said was, and this is a very, this and this is a detailed description, okay. and we're all going to need to pay attention if we want to fucking truly understand this creature. Okay. Okay, okay, Dad. All right. It was like an octopus. It came up, then moved down. Boom goes the that dynamite. is classic yeah. octopus. <laughs> classic <laughs> octopus, man. It came uh, up, then moved down. It was like an octopus. And what do they do? Incessantly. And then yeah. they move down? That's how they do. That's how they live their lives. What? Did it move Bobbing on? around. Did it move on down the bank of the river? I did it move no on down into the water? I assume that she saw it in the water. Did it move on down the road? Is that a song oh, or something? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Move on down. Move on down, down the road. road. Yeah, it was the Wiz, right? Oh, I think it was. What is the, the music? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Those rules. With Jackson. I know. Mike Ross. Jackson and Ross. A classic. <laughs> Jackson. Ross. Ross. Together again for the first time. So ben it's Green, like an octopus. It came up, then it moved down. All right. So, so that, hence, right. hence its name. All right, cool. Oftentimes, people can't describe it. This one time they could. Now you see the marriage of the uh, words. The indescribable oh, octopus. Thank you, man. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Considering the lack of specific details reported in local papers, it is difficult to discern just what this witness saw that compelled her to compare it to an octopus. Did the beast have tentacles, a bulbous octopoid head, both or additional attributes? We'll likely never know. Yeah. And that's the fact. Wait, she didn't actually say what made her think it looked like it. Like, <laughs> oh, it had these tentacles. Not, well, she might have. She might have told all her best friends. She might have told the cops. She might have told newspaper reporters. And if those asshats didn't write it down, and I'm not suggesting they're assets. They might have been fine newsmen and women. Right. But if they didn't write it down, we won't know. So she's like, it's an octopus. It moves up and down. Don't and blame her. It might be just the people recording it. Grandma's missing diary. Yeah. Let me tell you the story of the Octoman in Here, total. Here's a picture of me in the Octoman. And, and, and oh, here's his backstory that he wrote me. And here's a note We've from had him. Illicit love affair for the last 26 <laughs> exactly. years. We have 47 children. Your grandfather is an Octoman. <laughs> <laughs> an indescribable octoman, but he's actually describable because he's an octoman. Grandma, what's he like? Indescribable. <laughs> I know. But why is Your he... descendants from now on shall be part octopus. <laughs> the breeders. Good luck. Another unidentified woman who may or may not have been entirely serious allegedly shouted at a Cincinnati Post and Time Star reporter... We saw the thing this morning. Now you're going to put my name in the paper and call me a crackpot. She just yelled at the reporter. Yeah. <laughs> so right, I, cool. I'm, I'm fairly dubious about All her right. actually seeing it. She was probably just being a dick to the skeptical nature of the Maybe she Maybe she doesn't like reporters. Maybe her ex-husband was a reporter. It's left very her, possible. He, le he left her for another reporter. Who left her for another Octoman. 
Oh, the cycle continues. Yes, it is. It's a bitter, oh, bitter love triangle. No. A bitter, bitter octo love triangle. <laughs> All right. That same day, less than five miles away in Covington, Kentucky, another woman who clearly saw the entity gave it gave, excuse me, what is by far the most thorough description of the creature in question. In 1978, investigator Dennis Pilchus published a booklet entitled Bigfoot Tales of Unexplained Creatures, wherein he claimed that the woman from Covington saw the Octoman bent over. She would go on to describe a, and this is the quote, strange grayish creature with a lopsided chest, ugly tentacles, and rolls of fat running horizontally over its bald head. So these are the first concrete descriptions. Lopsided chest. Which reminds us of what? Mm. Loveland Frogmen. Distinctly lopsided chest. Mm. Rolls of fat going up their head. Oh, yeah, shit. So w- this is really fascinating. Did we just make a connection here? I've, I've, Did this fucker have a... Was he bending over to pick up his wand? Yeah, that I was, was going to say, not, was, this, I know. was there a goddamn wand? And, and was pants? he wearing sweet parachute pants? Pants, yes or no. Ju- yeah. Does he no pants, pants were described. Okay, all right, cool. And this thing is obviously... Well, I shouldn't say obviously because the height isn't given here, but but I assume that it was prob- probably not the size of a fucking battleship like what the scientists saw, but that it was probably man-sized. scientist. So we have to wonder because the speculation has always been about the Loveland Frogmen. Were they indigenous to the you know Ohio River right. tributaries or were they extraterrestrial visitors? Were they interdimensional? All the things we always talk about. Yeah. But if... They live in there. May they have been children playing with some sort of sweet Roman candle toy, as Chris described it, or something. And do they grow up to be Octomen? Oh, so like the frogmen are like the tadpoles. Well put. And then they grow up. Because this mentions, I mean, everything's cool except for ugly tentacles. Ugly tentacles. But then again, a lot of species, like a, the tadpole's a perfect example. A tadpole does not look like a frog. No, they no, develop legs. They yeah. develop a whole different body shape. They start, you know, so maybe, getting into breathing like, oxygen like it's the cool thing. Maybe as like Loveland. Mm. So this maybe, this could be the larval stage grew, to yeah, a they, full they grow. They eventually get tentacles, huh? And there's also those crazy they, frogs. <laughs> not to go frog crazy. That's just I don't know about that. I'm not even. I know, no. I I admit Chris is right. We are <laughs> pissing in the wind, but that's part of the fun. But like those crazy frogs, they have those weird tendrils mm-hmm. on the on the sides by where the nails yeah. would have been that sort of look like tentacles. They look sort of like neck ruffles. <clears throat> right. I wish I knew the species. I'm just thinking of it right now. It could be that people were mistaking something that were not tentacles. Four for th- tentacles, because yeah. in the dark of night, oh, in, the, in, gotcha. in the winter, when you're focusing on the road, you're anxious because right. of icy roads, and all of a sudden you see this fucking thing. And that's the other thing that we have to acknowledge, and I get to it later, is that probably not classic you know, terrestrial amphibians, because it's fucking winter. And they're going to be hibernating that's at this true. point. Yeah, that's weird. That's but I just, I love this association. Yeah, with, no, with this the is... the Covington sighting yeah. and, right and these to, classic... In the Love and Frogmen is actually our, our very first episode that we ever did. It truly is. Yeah, it is. And there's actually more. I've dug up some more information, so we're going to do Loveland Part Do eventually. I I stumbled across some crazy old information that I've never seen before, and it it, it just expands the story. There you go. Mm. Going back to our our roots. But for the purposes of this, there's nothing I need to mention about that other than the, the fat rolls, the lopsided chest, are very intriguing. Okay. Yeah. All right. With cellulite lobes rolling up its bare skull, this slimy, shuffling, colossal mass of organic matter must have been a traumatizing sight to behold, a testament to just how frightening this brief flap was, especially to the children of the region, was published in the aforementioned 
Cincy Post superstar. Yeah. In Cincy it, they star. stated that an 11-year-old phoned the paper to ask, are green men really coming out of the river in groups of 12? My teacher said they were. Wow. Your best, teacher's a dick. Yeah. Best teacher ever. Kids, guess what? Yeah. Behave or groups of 12 creature. Ah, groups in, of 12. Groups I, of tw- And no less. No than, less than a dozen. Groups of 12 or a dozen, and we call that in the industry, come out of the river. The industry. To eat you. Oh, Jenny, you forgot your homework. Yeah, guess what? Hmm. Um, 12 well, indescribable octomen are going to come and eat I your I feel like it's no face. different than a religious school. No, actually, truly not. Do your I mean, homework or Jesus gets mad. Yeah. Weeps <laughs> uncontrollably. All right. <laughs> Instead of Jesus weeping, you get you get uh, 12 frog, uh, 12 uh, oh my God. Uh, indescribable octomen. The 12 days of octomen. Yeah. Shitty teacher. Yeah, absolutely. Respect the hustle, but shitty teacher. What was that? Respect the hustle, but shitty teacher. Fair enough. Trying to get her kids to learn. About do. what? Life and fear. Oh. <laughs> That's what, yeah. yeah. Mortal terror. Exactly. Supernatural yeah. beast. Just be a little bit nicer about it. I agree. Yeah. By Saturday, the police said the phone calls had ceased and that the monster had left town. <clears throat> but that declaration might have been a little premature. In 1982's The Bigfoot Casebook, great book, by the way, Authors Janet and Colin Board reported that a motorist by the name of George Wagner claimed to have seen a huge two-legged creature walking on a bridge over the Ohio River sometime in February of 1959 near Covington, Kentucky. Now, I was very excited when I stumbled across this because, you know, I buy scads of old crypto and UFO books on Amazon or wherever Mm -hmm. else, used bookstores. And so when I read this, I'm like, Covington, Kentucky, 1959, they're not mentioning hairs, just that it's a huge two-legged creature. It occurred to me that... Oh, boards! I love your work. You're a fine couple and great, great researchers. But I think you might not be onto a Bigfoot here. That's clearly a difficult to describe octoman. Ah, oh, the indescribable octoman. So I plunked that motherfucker up. In I here. like it. Look at that research. Do it. Oh, do it. It's do it's, it. it's what makes me hot. <laughs> <laughs> research. It's what's for dinner. Doing it. <laughs> With that final report, the malformed, hairless, multi-appendaged, bipedal behemoth, enjoyed that mouthful, That's a lot. seemed to have vanished off the face of the earth, or perhaps it just slipped back into the muddy depths of the Ohio River, or one of its seemingly endless tributaries, just waiting for the chance to rise again and wreak havoc. Aww. Or oh, just... Stroll on the side of the road and frighten. Yeah, it wasn't really. It there was no havoc. Look for yeah. some food. I, mean, I love no. that phrase, wreak havoc. Yeah. But yeah. it all—that's hyperbole. I mean, if, it was a, if it was like you know, like it didn't even like lunge at anybody. cars and killing dogs. Oh, like, cool all right, that it's yeah, it wasn't just chaos. This thing just, just shows up. I know. If it was like was, using its Hulk arm to bash the fucking side of the bridge, yeah. and yeah. rock was crumbling into the water, and it was yeah. just fucking on. But it just—it's just—it's there. Maybe you know, maybe bent over literally. It woke up early from its hibernation. It's just like it's fucking cold. I don't know why I'm walking around. Why won't somebody help me? I need to get back in the water. There's ice everywhere. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? And then we're, we're not supposed got to. Back in. We're not supposed yeah, to like you be. know be uh, like awakened for at least another two hundred thousand years. I'm up way too early. I need oh to go back to bed. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand yeah. year cycle. That dude. That's oh. the worst cycle ever. Oh, well, OG gonna... inhabitants of the earth hibernating for two hundred thousand years until humans are gone. You're gonna lose a lot of friends that yeah, way. You are. I'm taking a nap. All right, I'll be dead. <laughs> I'll be long dead by the time you get up. Yeah. So I'll be long dead. Hope you make new friends and find foods that you can eat. <laughs> Don't yeah. know how the earth's going to be. <laughs> the earth will definitely have changed, but we're still going to be here. Oh, I hope Jeez. no jerks are there to try to <laughs> run yeah. you over and report you as a good luck trying to find man. pizza. The humans are not going to be dead. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be the worst. If he just woke up, <laughs> ate some pizza, was like, oh, it's on. This is my place. Goes back to bed, wakes yeah. up, and it's like, 
fuck, it's a dystopian hell. Yeah, it's Mars. Spoiler oh. alerts, global warming's a thing. Where's my pizza? Yeah, hibernation, 200,000 years, boom. So what questions that's, do that's we have That's a long here? time. Um, I, I, um, shit, I mean. Let me, let, let me throw this out here. Okay. Is this some kind of amphibious animal, hitherto unknown to science, that, like we were saying, was maybe able to burrow deep in the river and hibernate for inordinately long stretches of time, like we were talking, or is this something else? I feel, I'm, not even, I'm not even convinced it's the same thing, that there's not a few things. Oh, that's interesting. So what you're I mean, suggesting these accounts is there might just... have been multiple, and hence the 12, the Octa 12. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're, like, I think like what Chris is saying is that there's a bunch of different reports. Okay, Grant, they're all like, it was indescribable, but a couple of them have a description. Yeah. And the descriptions are and remarkably they... similar in that it's very big. Might maybe not as big as Johnny Dimension fucking categorized it, but yeah, it's that's... still big. Well, it, I... It's got tendrily things. Start... It's bipedal. It's gray. Yeah, yeah. Start, Those are the general. Starting with scientist, uh, it was like five times the size of a man, right, but that, it wasn't a cat or a dog. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. yeah. That, that to me, that, he saw something. What though. kind of scientist is this son of a bitch? Yeah, you it's know? not a cat. It's not a parakeet. It's not a wombat. It's not an earwig. It's 11,000 feet tall. Yeah. I mean, he, it's not an earwig. It's not an earwig. He did see something. He claimed that he saw something. And he well, made the report. And, yeah. and he made the report. And all the other reports, none of them are, I think what Chris was kind of getting at is that none of them are really kind of the same. They're all kind of different. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. Well, they start maybe, and you could connect some stuff, but they right. don't feel like they could be different uh, they, they They absolutely could. By virtue of the fact that they are not very well described, um, they could be... Uh, showing different attributes i completely agree but what has been described is similar what i would be more inclined to think if i were to uh buy into the multiple theory is that maybe it was like a, a mass either awakening or a, a migratory group right. or something that where there was like three or four of them that were maybe traveling together and for whatever reason had to break through the ice or, or, or wherever they come from the forest probably not you know I have a lot of forest octopus but you know whatever and just uh, fucking the <laughs> infamous forest octopus that's the, the worst, legendary that's the worst you octopus they just dropped ever. out of trees oh, oh. oh I got octopi oh. the, mo the moss puss oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Later, like when you see like a possum hanging from a tree by its tail, but instead it's just an octopus, just all sappy and wet, yeah, and making just, that weird just noise. One holding, yeah, being just, all just sloppy. Just as looking fuck. at you, you see its little beak. It's, it does one of those little shivers. Oh yeah, it beak. would, and it would make that sound too. That fucking death rattle. I mean, regardless of where they're from, it, I, I could buy that they're a group that maybe are, are for whatever reason coming up, and that people are seeing different heights, like right. there's Papa Bear and Mama Bear and Baby yeah. Octa Bear, and they're just doing their fucking thing um because at least i could wrap my head around the that thought a, uh, a same species different examples different specimens in slightly different places it would be hard for me to think that multiple different fucking aquatic humanoids came out at around the same time in basically the same geographical air location right. and, and and just started like fucking clive barker's nightbreed just showing up and interacting that would be. I mean, I would love it if that were the case, but that would be fucking yeah. batshit yeah. crazy. And it's also too. It's in. It's in an area where there's been other 
sightings of similar creatures like the Loveland Frog Men and like the Green Clawed Monster. Like there's plenty of other sightings in this area. And we've talked about this before where this whole area is a hotbed for this type of Ohio River Valley is just rife with everything from UFO reports to cryptid reports to paranormal. Didn't we say that we thought that it was like some sort of like almost like a highway for these creatures to travel? We did talk about that a little. And and it might I mean again and, and I'll reiterate, what better way to travel if you're a creature that wants to remain unseen isn't necessarily looking for confrontations with human beings, even though right. you probably handle us efficiently. And just are trying to do your thing, eat, raise your young, fucking either be a simple animal or be an intelligent creature that's just like, I don't want the bullshit. Living in rivers, especially if you're amphibious, and of course these things would have to be amphibious because they're spending a lot of time on land. Right. Or, or, or not. Or they maybe don't breathe water at all, but they have to at least be amphibious. Right. Um, the best way to do it would be to fucking travel by the waterways. Because you're you're locked in a lake if you're in a lake, but if you yeah. can travel rivers, man, yeah. the the world's your fucking oyster. You can yeah. go anywhere practically where the climate's good, where the food is, where your breeding grounds might be. There's no limitation except where they build dams or, and if you're kind of like um, what do they call those mud skippers? Mm-hmm. Where if you yeah. get a dam, but like I can walk on like like octop- octopus can survive out of their tanks for a while. Like they're known to. If they're great escape artists, they can climb out of their tanks, go to, like, say, an alternate tank, if you, you know, are an aquarist, climb in, eat some fish, and then make it back home. So they don't need a constant supply of oxygen. Kind of terrifying. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of the things don't like that, but... Yeah, and if this thing is like that, where if it meets an obstacle, be it a a frozen river top or a dam or whatever, they can climb out, migrate around, and go back in the water, then really, virtually nothing can stop them. Of course, this is all wild theory, but... We're just putting it out there. This could be a fucking Octoman highway. It could be. But what the fuck are we dealing with? I don't know. Jeez, I mean. I just, I don't know. I, it's kind of nail this one down still a little bit, but. Yeah. 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 Um, the descriptions, though, they are different. I can definitely see some some type of similarities there. Um, and again, we're talking about like an area where the Loveland Frog men were seen, and the one sighting of the the uh, indescribable Octo Man bent over did seem to be very similar to a, a Frog Man, um, which we're yeah. seeing on multiple occasions. Some of which we addressed in yeah. the first uh, Crypto yeah. podcast, others of which we are going to address <laughs> in a future podcast. So that, to me, lends some credibility to the thought that they are uh, endemic fauna. Yeah. That they that they live yeah. in that area. But there's others, of course, as they always do, who yeah. suggest it's a it's a cluster. They have only really been seen this one time. They're fucking aliens. They came I, down I for mean, whatever it, reason. It could be, yeah. Or it. They are it. It's hard, right. you know, it's no, hard that, telling if it's one or multiple. Totally could be. Came down and and are repairing their ship. The, you know, the classic old, oh, the old clunker, you need to get an oil change. Right. Or landed for whatever reason, mm. walked around, got cold, scared the fuck out of some people, left. Yeah, I, really. The there's no UFO sightings that I've been able to find okay. in, that, right. in that time frame. Right. It doesn't mean there wasn't, just none that were reported. Yeah. And so... Uh, I'm I'm sketchy on that. Hey. Like you can always jump to the alien. You can always right. jump to interdimensional. Yeah. Oh, you know, and also too obviously we have to just jump to that people are just freaking themselves out and overreacting and getting a little bit hysterical because right, of let's things get super are, because skeptical. This has been in the paper. Yes. So people are automatically going to be kind of like on guard, like oh shit. Like, there's Octomen everywhere. There's indescribable Octomen. Well, in my I mean, porch. Yeah, to like, me, that I'm still implies like a biped when you say Octoman. 
do you think is a biped or it's a fucking big octopus? And it, thing? And it is, I see it the, is bipedal. I, yeah, I'm gonna say bipedal. Bi- then I'm gonna say, I, bi- I'm gonna say biped. Yeah. Well, it's described as well, such. Well, right, yeah. right, right. But when, when you say when you say octoman, you're like you would think sort of like the octosquad. I always instantly think, of course, of Rick Baker's classic. Yeah. Octoman, where he built the fucking oh, yeah, Octoman yeah, yeah, totally. suit. Yeah, yeah. Used that's to be exactly what I'm thinking I was, of. Yeah, I used yeah. the illustration in the in the Cryptopia article yeah. because, of course, that's what you think when you yeah. fucking hear Octoman. But this thing is not the, the the tentacles are located not as arms apparently. Well, they don't say specifically. Yeah, it's they don't mention arms at all. Thingy. So let's, you know what? It, it's indescribable as we fucking point well, out. I'm time just trying again. to nail. But a, let's, let's. I'm sure we're all picturing something different. Let's so I'm try trying to, to really. Um, besides the Covington thing, which talked about a lump on the side. Fat rolls on the head, an array of tentacles, though it didn't stay where. What we have is two feet, um, grayish skin, large size, um, and two people, at least, indicating that it resembles an octopus. The one that saw it bob up and down in that great eyewitness oh, report. Oh, yeah, it comes up the move down. And then the other one that said it had tentacles. Right. Hence the Octoman so, delineation. Yeah. But, it's, but it's really hard to capture. Like, does it not have arms? Does it have a bunch of fucking squiggly shit coming out of its fucking neck? Yes, what they, I mean. Do the, the tentacles come out of its fucking thoracic if region? If they are yeah. even tentacles. If they are even tentacles. That's like, true. Absolutely. That's so true. it's like hard to kind of visualize what yeah. what is even being described. And these were all Hence seen the name. at night or, well, in the morning. <laughs> you can imagine lighting wasn't the friend of right. the Octoman or at least the eyewitness because right. they probably did help the Octoman remain concealed. I'm, I'm constantly envisioning in my mind like... Uh, like a scene out of The Hitcher or something, like one of those 80s horror films where you see the snow and the mist. It's like the opening credits of any number of 80s films, but but it's the silhouetted form lurching across a bridge. Like, I don't see details when I imagine right. in my head because it's so scant. I see this lumpy, large, tentacle-ass, two-legged thing lurching, literally, across the bridge while headlights bear down on it and flash right by. It's very reminiscent of some sort of Lovecraftian creature. Of course. I mean, that to our mind yeah. sets because we're so familiar with Cthulhu's and whatnots and old ones. So it's at the bottom is a Sasquatch and the top is a Cthulhu? Except it doesn't that, have hair. That's true. There's no hair. It's a terrifying creature, though. It's, it's scary. N- normal bipedal legs and then just the top is just tentacles and just grossness. And just scumbagulon. It is a scumbagulon. Yeah, it's totally gross. But then again, maybe to them. We're the scumbag yes, Yeah, they're like, oh my yeah. god, look at these hairless monkeys. They're so gross. Oh, look, at this. look at their fucking two arms. Oh, oh my god, don't let it touch you, me. Had you no shame. If it touches me, burn me. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess because we don't necessarily know the place of the, the tentacles and how they're set up, it's kind of hard to and that's figure it out, which is why it's indescribable. Why I wish so much that there had been, I guess, better organized... You know, investigative things like NICAP right. and MUFON and whatever else that that, beca- that that some of them existed at the time, but but just something to go down there and instantly collect the eyewitness testimony and get sketches. Now, one of the things that would have prevented yeah. that is, of course, that so many of these eyewitness reports were anonymous and via the phone. Right. So there's nothing you can do. But at least a couple of them, you might have been able to get an eyewitness drawing like we got in the Loveland Frogman case, like we've been lucky enough to get in so many others yep. that really help you just get a sense of what you're dealing with as it stands. I think my instincts now are that if it is real, if it is not the case of a fucking accident victim covered in fucking twigs and and blood and and crazily walking down a street, which I don't necessarily lean towards, then it is probably something that is 
if not indigenous to, at least uses the Ohio River and its tributaries okay. as a fucking form of uh, underwater, you know, like a highway, like we were saying. Like right. it just locomotes beneath the water and surfaces for whatever reason when it has to. No. That's my inclination, assuming it's real. Yeah. If it's not mass hysteria brought on by ridiculous uh, local newspaper headlines, um, and part of the sightings might well be for the record. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna agree with you and say that it's uh, it's something that's indigenous that just so happened to, for whatever reason. And there's also here we are. That I'm coming now. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I went to that song, but that's the first thing Jesus, I thought of. It was the I first know. thing okay, I thought we'll of. Okay, we'll never do it again. <laughs> wow. Let's continue. There are those that suggest that because of the density of cryptids and and sightings and UFOs and whatnot, that and we have to go there. That this area is the site of a or multiple vortices that oh, things can things travel crossing through. Over, yeah. And I know it seems like it's just a favorite of the knots, but. It truly has been proposed. Yeah, I mean, so it's... if that's the case, if this place is sort of a nexus where shit can just randomly come through, like like fucking Ohio is the Mall of America to fucking cryptids or something, they just you yeah. have to you have to see the trees. The rivers are yeah. beautiful. You just you got Martha. You got to go. Well, I guess it's is it more of like an in I guess it would be more of like an entrance or an exit point for them. Well, I, if it's, it's both, a vortex, I guess, then, yeah, right? it would just be. I mean, popping do, in, popping you, out. You don't have a door. It's like. Can, can I go in this door or is it just out? I mean, yeah. well, yeah, you know, some doors well, are. Well, if it is a wormhole. Some doors are exit only and people still fucking enter, enter through them. I'm looking at you, Walmart. Because they're rebels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Without a fucking clue. Let's assume oh, doors whoa. are labeled for a reason. It's two way passage. I don't believe in that shit. Put, put the Walmart anger in. Yeah. <laughs> Bury it deep. Let it believe manifest not, as a. That would make more sense to me than. Brain lesion. The vortex? Then, then uh, uh, still, uh, I still have issues with bipeds in water. Because it's just not anything found in the history of the Earth. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really. So seem if like something it's, uh, if something evolved somewhere else, right, and made its way through, that makes more sense to yeah. me. Yeah. I, I dig, and I know we had the same uh, debate to a certain degree. Not debate, but we had the same discussion uh, when we did the Thetis Lake Monster. Yeah, it's the same podcast. thing. But I, I still stand by the idea that. Even though I agree it is not represented in the fossil record and it's strange, I've always had a soft spot for the aquatic ape theory, that idea that the reason like we have a layer of fat subcutaneously and our hair goes in one direction is that our ancestors, at least certain groups of them, became not aquatic, not like mer people, but like spent a lot of time in the water eating fish, which expands brain power. You know, there, there's people that are much more educated about this theory than I, but I've always been intrigued by this. And what about the possibility of some of them just kept going? Right. Or more likely, does that play? Scratch. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Does that play into like uh, Atlanteans by any chance? No, not okay. specifically. Are you no. sure? Well, because everyone. I've, I think I've heard this the tied together the, before. The, of course you have. But and then but, you get like moon artifacts and shit. It's, well, then it just goes. Oh, Jesus don't. Christ! I mean, I'm pretty I, sure. I, I'm pretty sure it goes there. I don't know where moon artifacts, mermen, and that's how and you eventually Atlanteans get to like together. the flat Earth and shit. So. You are you are literally just saying keywords. No, no, no. I've actually seen that. I'm pretty sure on more than one YouTube video. What the fuck did the flat Earth have to do with mer people, moon rocks? in Atlantis. It's a whole thing, dude. I can't deal with it's that whole right thing. Now. I can't either. I literally <laughs> I not do but I upvote the videos and I love them. Oh, bless your heart. What let's let's not confuse. Atlantis is Plato's story. Right. It's a parable about the hubris of a society that gets too big for its britches and self-destructs. That is all it is. Somehow through Aquaman, Namor, and all sorts of other fictional pieces, oh, yeah. once they sank, they didn't drown like good old-fashioned humans used to. 
they develop super gills and dome cities, and then suddenly they're a quad of people. Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be like aliens. Asinine. Well, no. then, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have a bunch of people. That At have best, theories. it was an island. It was right. an actual island, and okay. people were right. like, kind of smart, and it sank. Or some shit like at best. Like but once you, get to, once you get Bullshit. to the moon artifact, yeah. you're like, ah, that's where it makes sense. Uh, yeah. But let's reel this in right. to something Regardless. slightly less absurd, but still plenty <laughs> absurd in most people's eyes. I'm not thinking so much that these are humans that you know went back to the sea the same way fucking land whales did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no. That's, yeah, did that you when, guys ever give me a date on on when whales walked to the earth? Yeah, it was 1907. <laughs> whales walked the earth. Yep, it's pal- they were used pal- in World back War One. Paleo something. You guys didn't do the research. Give me the number. It's so fucking long ago. No, okay. I didn't. All right, fine. it's so long ago. You know what though? I didn't either. In the mystery, it's before, will... it's before megafauna. It's probably before dinosaurs or the around there. The mystery will continue. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, you can literally Google it. No, it's going to be a mystery. Okay, it's good. The way bats are like birds. Bats are not birds, clearly, <laughs> but they use the same kind of locomotion. So what I'm saying is that. I don't think they're bipedal because they come from the same family tree as primates and and humans. I think that they developed this form of locomotion in the same way like mud skippers or um, what are the things that live in lakes around here that are amphibious? Mud puppies. Mud puppies. Nasty little toothy bastards. Terrible little bastards. So like them, they developed a means by which they could get out of the water and travel over land short distances so they could return to the water uh, because of natural obstacles then eventually man-made dams or any number of things. So I think, you know, they're seen as bipedal and they have bipedal locomotion, but it might not be just like awesome human legs, like straight out of fucking right. rocket. Where, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, know, I, just, uh... I don't think it's that. I think it's just something that resembles human legs because that is their method of getting over these land things, these land obstacles before they return to the water. Again, I know Maybe. it's just a wild theory, but but it doesn't. To me, that's not the deal breaker. It is for you. Yeah, it's just biology. It's not like a, I'm not a biologist, but like I, you know, I've been digging into evolution and how that has, right. has worked, and I just I don't see that. But there are huge gaps in the evolutionary trees. Huge gaps. Yeah, I mean, there's there's. I mean, we know where we came from, and yeah. we know where a lot of other stuff is. But I mean, so far, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like to me that would be a thing. Is there room for an indescribable octoman in one of those gaps in the evolutionary well, tree? Something from somewhere else that came that evolved differently. Could you mean like extraterrestrial? No, like a, whatever portals, dimensions. Yeah, I mean it could be. Uh, we've said before, extraterrestrial could very well be interdimensional. They could all tie into the same thing. Could so, it be? It is interesting that the area is kind of a hotbed for all this. So, like you said, is this some sort of like? You know, area where for some reason these creatures cross over to our reality or vice versa. Let's you know? talk about the night they poured the LSD into the Fort Thomas Police oh, Station. Oh, the LDS. There is no way we're going to ignore this possibility. The mass dosing of the Ohio Kentucky border, a winter storm, one story of an octoman explodes into a furor that is War of the Worlds-like in its yeah. sheer mass riotous concern. I mean, couldn't it just be one person that took a little bit, that had a bad trip, and then just set everybody off, or does everybody to be dosed? It's a I, lot of LSD to I want, I want everyone to... Listen, can I just have fun with this? talking barrels. Can we have... We have to have... Dude, a, can we have a township dose, Government please? experiments. Okay, it is the 50s. And it's the... C- oh, it is. The C- MK Ultra type shit. Maybe like, it was previous to that. When did they, those experiments happen in the 60s, right? I think so. With the CIA dosing I'm people to try sure, to brainwash yeah. them. Yeah. Well, 
things were crazier in the 50s. I feel like at least a decade to two after World War II, like, the sh- things just got fucked up. And I absolutely agree that they yeah. were running experiments on American citizens things because they nuts. had carte blanche, and we were the only superpower at that moment, and we had the bomb, and so meanwhile these scientists and like just shit everywhere. Isn't there like, some sort of theory that uh, was it Oppenheimer when he released the atom bomb that that's what sparked all of this sort of like different sightings of creatures and UFOs and just everything went completely There is absolutely a, a theory that indicates that following the dropping of the atomic bombs right. on, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, uh, the Kenneth Arnold sighting took place. Now, yes, yeah. we know there are ancient, you know, paintings with UFOs in them and that right, there's pre, right. you, know, you know, airship sightings from the 1800s and, and early 20th, excuse me, century. But the UFO phenomenon began in earnest right. in the mid to late 40s, particularly after 1947 and the Kenneth Arnold sighting. And then the flap exploded. And so there are a lot of people that surmise that once extraterrestrial intelligences saw, oh, these motherfuckers can harness they the started atom. coming down. And out. they're fucking up. Yeah. That, they, that they suddenly became interested in us. We weren't fucking just hairless monkeys throwing grenades at each other and fucking right. poop and, and just fucking you know, dying or, in our own squalor. We now became something that might be able to affect the greater right. galactic society. Right. Or for some reason, by splitting the atoms, we shook the walls of reality, and the next thing you know, things are like, oh, hey, what's this? Oh, that's interesting. What's going on over here? That was another theory that I saw tossed That's out really there. interesting. I never really thought about... Again, we've talked plenty of times about interdimensional things or things yeah. that maybe coexist with us here, but like with a thin membrane separating us. Yeah. And if something like an atomic bomb could do the damage it does in the real world, I could imagine it could tear a fabric... If not in space time, but in reality borders. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. It's certainly a a fascinating one. I don't have any specific theories about it. I mean, it's one of my favorite just because it's an encompassing catch all. True. You're like, you saw a bird? Interdimensional. Yeah, right. Was that a plane? Wrong. (laughs) Interdimensional. Wrong. Wrong. Oh. Look at that crow. Nope. Like, dude, look, seriously, it's like right there. No. Nope. <laughs> New rule, not a crow. Interdimensional bird, not a crow. Oh, my God. Interdimensional bird. Interdimensional bird. bird. pass every science exam. So, indescribable Octoman, what are we going to... Are we going to put this under the purview if we don't fucking know? Or are we going to give it a definite, like, these are possible interdimensional beings crossing over from other planes of existence or maybe just creatures that are inhabiting this area of the Ohio River Valley and they're just... Walking around, doing their thing. Yeah, really. It could. You know what the funny part is? It could really be as batshit boring as they just were taking a stroll, and they weren't supposed to be out that late. They figured it's, it's the winter; no one's going to be around. We're just going to go stretch our legs, get out of the water for a little bit. Fuck, they saw us. God, this is why we can't go for a walk. <laughs> All right, yeah. everybody, get your dumb asses back in the water. We're going to be back up another 200 years because now we can't have anything good anymore. Oh, my God. It could be. It could be I love the dad lecture, the octodad lecture. That's, that's what I would awesome. do. That's what I would do. I'm like, all right, guys. Like today, we were, I was playing street hockey. I'm like, we're, we're going to play street hockey. We're not going to put the sticks up above ourselves because we're going to hit ourselves in the head. We're not going to do slap shots. We're just going to go back and forth, play a little game. Every two minutes, put your stick down. Put your stick down. Stop hitting your sister. Don't hit her. Don't do that. Stop hitting your brother. That was the entire game. Can't have nice things. Hockey and possible 100,000-year hibernation. Can't fucking do it, dude. can't do it. Not with kids. Wow, Jesus. Fucking up the scene. Exactly. All right, fair enough. And that's for you parents out there that feel my pain. So, yeah, maybe I'm leaning towards Octodad now. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Chris, what do you think? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. This is fucking weird. It's really... I think... The lack of details is kind of weird. There's two things for me from a biological standpoint that would make sense. Okay. If it came from the sea... All right. The, the legs that people think it's walking on, it's not really walking on. It's, and that's it's just tentacles, basically. The legs either are tentacles or, right. you know, like things in the sea develop lures and other shit. Right. So they, they could be, just be some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're trying to attract, but I, I don't know what single legs is going to fucking attract. That's interesting. Yeah. Sharks. But it's still, no, that I, still I makes sense it. as an evolutionary thing. Right. Or it's just, it's a fucking mammal. And it is on land, and it's like, like just beavers and otters. They fucking live in the water. So maybe most like of the a, time. a mutant Bigfoot. But but why would it, I don't know where the, why would it develop things that look like tentacles or tentacles? Right. I don't know would be the point unless it just spent it lives all its time. Yeah, and develops some sort of fucking thing. I don't know what that would be for. Unless those things are just like little lures too. That's how right. fish and shit. That would make sense. No, I, I, I yeah. Like if if it w- yeah. if it were something that was aquatic mm-hmm. and having these dangly things, assuming that they're about its head. I mean, who knows where they? Yeah, are. I'm, yeah, I'm and just they attract, it out there. And they attract, <laughs> I like your hand motion. They attract yeah. the fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. do And thing. then they just snap their head to the side and right. bite its head off and Could be. devour yeah. it. I mean, that's that's a possibility. I, I know, like I said earlier, this is often like by the boards and other and other people. The Dennis Pilchus's booklet. It, they're about Bigfoot, and so they're yeah. they call this a Bigfoot. Now, I've always thought, wow, that's absurd. This is clearly not a fucking Bigfoot. It's gray skinned. It's 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 right. big, sure. but I mean, it's got these tendrils or tentacles or something. But if this is a severely deformed, mangy, hairy hominid, nah. I don't lean towards it. I mean, I no. suppose the possibility we have to entertain. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm, like because Chris said mammal, maybe it is. is I think it's hairy. I mean, birth I mean, defects unfortunately affect human beings. Why couldn't they uh, affect? Bigfoot? But could this be like the duckbill platypus of big feet? You mean like this, some weird crossover? Yeah, between yeah. Because like a duckbill platypus is. I mean, it's poisonous. It lays eggs. It's got a beak. It's got a beak. Like, but it's a mammal. But it's a mammal. Duck a, beaver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty sure, like, it, poison duck it beaver feeds its young with its. With its uh, teat milk, teat milk, yeah, exactly. That's a mammal thing. Which is, but it also has poisonous spurs that will fuck you up. Yeah, they're crazy animals. So I wonder if maybe, I mean, if that's if that sort of evolutionary offshoot is available to happen between a duck and a whatever the fuck that thing is. All right, maybe it could happen with the Sasquatch or a Bigfoot. Well, it depends how it evolved, whoever it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm more inclined to honestly think that if it is uh, terrestrial fauna. That it probably is an evolutionary offshoot of more fundamental amphibious creatures, okay. because it, it's not a fish. Um, it it does not appear to be a reptile. I'm dubious about the mammal theory, um, just because of the tentacles and, and a lot of reasons. But and the fact that it was at one point seen bobbing up and down in the water. Not that mammals can't do that, but uh, mammals but I'm more I'm more inclined to think it might be some like you know like the. Creature from the Black Lagoon is supposed to be this offshoot of ancient reptiles. Right. Maybe this is m- more that, but in- instead, like I say, it's a it's a filthy mud puppy, but with a couple million years of evolution making yeah. it look kind of like humans. <clears throat> and there are mud puppy type things that have those same fuck sucking neck tendrils. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? I don't yeah. know what exact species I'm thinking about, but they're like water dogs that have this. It looks yeah. like a collar of instead of spiked collar, it's like wiggle worm spike collar. So maybe this is Could something be. like that. All right, cool. So there you have it. That is our take on the indescribable Octoman of Kentucky and Ohio. It's sort of describable. <laughs> well, sort the, of not. Let's 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 call it as it is. The partially describable. Yes. Yeah. Definitely mysterious. Grayish. 
possibly tendrilled <laughs> gray, gray skin. again. Uh, Lobe-headed. Yeah. Lopsided. I think they saw Squidward. Yeah. Let's just oh, it sounds like it, actually, yeah, Squidward. No, we have a Squidward. Yeah, it does. It does. All right, so there you go. Thank you for joining us for the Kryptonaut Podcast. Be sure to rate and review this show on the iTunes Ample Podcast apps. Also, too, we're on the social medias, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. Hit us up there and talk to you soon. SpongeBob sighting. <laughs> no, no one ever saw Sponge. No, no one ever saw Sponge. No. I saw the square, yellow square. <laughs> Had pants. Walking around. Weird laugh. I still think, I'm, I'm 100% sure that back then, if some anomalous shit got out of a lab, out of a UFO, or fucking whatever, they would dose a town to fucking conceal Make the reality. Them, yeah. And yeah, that's I'm, one to grow up. That's a fun weekend. I would back, <laughs> I would back that. Nazi Bell. <laughs> 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 that's how it's a fucking Nazi I, Bell! I, 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 I,